in your mind and you're talking to yourself in the same way or even worse than they're saying thinking you're doing something good for yourself in reality to fight is not to fight to win is not to even have to fight to win is to just be at peace so the best thing you can do in circumstances and the bs is just let it fly through your head sometimes especially if it's a misconception from the other people's point of view. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much. But when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in in this podcast or whatever. Wherever you're listening, there's a link. All you got to do is go to the description. Click get free audio book from Audible audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks it's your life feed it when you need it i have this podcast called ed talks daily ed talks daily personal growth and motivation at some point we're number fifth in jamaica I've been number one in a lot of different charts, including China at some point. I was like, whoa. I was like, okay, that's awesome. What I realized about the podcast was I was literally sharing my self-talk and also what I learned from talking to myself. So you may be saying, what do you mean? What you learned from talking to yourself? Are you crazy? Do you do you have demons? Are you just talking to yourself? Well. What I meant by that is my self-conversation 
was a lesson for myself and other people. So if you reverse engineer your self-conversation, you realize it's actually a way for you to find out what is going in that's causing what's going out. So the same inputs, which are thoughts, are bringing the output, which is your reality. So if you're thinking negative, then you're going to get negative. This morning, I found out why it was so important. Some of the things my stepmom used to tell me about not leaving my plates in my room after I eat, right? Um, I'm thinking, yo, she's just nagging me. And then this morning I woke up, I was like, yo, for the last three days, I'm a 25-year-old male and I left my bowl in, in the office for like over 10-hour period. I'm like, oh, that's why she was telling me not to leave my bowls after I finish eat, just go wash it, right? So that habit loop, it starts from childhood. You know what I mean? We had a parent to kind of guide us and tell us not to do it, but we just saw them as the evil one. But now I'm realizing that it was in my best interest because I adopted some habits that are not the best, right? So just like we had a parent that was there to tell us, go wash your plates, clean your room, brush your teeth, we need to do that for ourselves because we have to be the parental filter for our thoughts. Parental filter for your thoughts. Has anybody told you about like being a parental filter for your thoughts? Not necessarily, right? Nobody says, like Netflix says, you can't watch certain shows if you're under a certain age and your parents put a certain thing on it, lock you out. You got to do that for you. You got to be like, I'm not going to allow you to continuously think these certain thoughts continuously over time. So you have to build your own filtration. Now, how do you build a filtration? Well, you have to start to become aware of your negative thoughts. A lot of people are not aware of negative thoughts. So how many times you say, I'm clumsy? How many times? I used to say that a whole lot. I used to say, I'm clumsy. You know, drop stuff, get stuff, leave stuff somewhere. I'm like, yo, I'm just clumsy. How many times you say, I'm always late? Then you're always late. How many times you say, I always act like this? And you always act like that. So your self-talk is continuous with your actions. So if you change the way you talk to yourself, you can change what's going on in your life. So I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation. My name is Edward Giles, but most people know me as the Holistic Motivator. I want you to comment below what are some negative self-talk patterns that you got analyzing your self-talk you literally have to go deep or maybe you do an exercise tomorrow right so for 12 hours you're just going to see all of the things that you say when you get frustrated most of the negative self-talk come out of frustration 
I say you can have frustration or you can let that frustration cause you to lead to action. So you can have frustration or you can have determined action. So I was like two people can be in the same circumstance, same high speed environment. And they're in the same high speed environment. Something is going really fast. You can let it lead you to frustration or determined action. I choose to let things lead to determined action and not frustration. Now, why do I say that? My mind is very analytical, right? It's very one, two, three steps oriented. So I realized that the only way that I can keep my mind sane and not insane is to be determined towards finding a solution rather than dwelling in the problem. You know, so because I'm not right brain dominated, I tend not to dwell too much on the emotional aspect of it. I tend to go towards the determined action portion, right? So let's say you haven't worked your way up there um, and you're trying to figure out what to do, right? Whenever you see yourself leading to frustration, I want you to think about what you're thinking about yourself. Because let's think about frustration that somebody else is make you very frustrated. They just showed up and their face frustrates you. And you're like, yo, you don't even have to do nothing. Just, uh, just your presence is frustrating me right now. Just like you might see somebody, they say something and it frustrates you. You do the same thing to you. You say something and you frustrate you. But then you're like, oh, they're frustrating me. In reality, you said it, not them. They could have acted upon something. They could have done something and you're like, oh, I'm frustrated. But you, the meanings that you say about the things that's going on is what's going to dictate how you feeling about the situation. So even though people are talking to you, your self-talk at the end of the day is what's going to cause you to feel a certain way because it's your interpretation of what they're saying that's going to cause you to think a certain way about the situation. So it's not necessarily what they're saying that's affecting you, but it's what you're getting from what they're saying. That means that it's your perception of what they're saying that's causing you to feel a certain way. Likewise, in the circumstance is the perception of what's going on in the circumstance that's causing you to feel a certain way. So a lot of times we're not dwelling in the truth of the matter. Have you ever heard somebody say, well, the truth of the matter is we're not necessarily focusing on the truth of the matter because we're only focusing on our truth and our truth is always subjective to the subject. When somebody says, this is my truth, 
they're talking about their truth. So this truth is a subjective truth, which means this truth is my truth. It's not an objective truth. It's not able to say, okay, I can automatically say that this is your truth. At the end of the day, your truth is not my truth and my truth is not your truth. So that's why if somebody comes says something to you, that's their truth. You interpret what they believe and you come up with your truth about what they said. Therefore, we're always being burdened by our self-talk. Even when other people talk to you and they frustrate you, it's your perception of what they're saying that's frustrating you and not necessarily them. Which means it's important that we look at our self-talk because even when somebody else frustrates you, it's not necessarily what they're saying that's frustrating you. It's what you're thinking about what they're saying based on your past experiences and based on how you perceive and define the words that people tell you over time. So we all have a story we tell ourselves, but we also have certain ideals, certain meanings we placed on things. So nobody is causing you to go whatever way you're going or like, oh, you made me feel this way. Not necessarily. You made you feel this way. And you're like, but they, they did. But it's your perception of what they did that's leading to how you're feeling. Now, somebody say, why does that matter? You know, they still made me frustrated. It's important because that allows you to get your power back at times. What if every time you engage with other people, they just frustrate you however way they want and you have no idea or you have no say in how you feel? If you have no say in how you feel, then you're always subjective to everyone's truth and subjective to how they want you to feel. But when you realize that they can say something to you, but it's how you receive what they're saying, then you can, what they say, stand in your own power and not be affected by their truth that's imposed on you. So that's the importance of self-talk. Self-talk is not just the negative things we say, automatic negative thoughts. They're also the talks that we talk to ourselves when other people are talking to us. Sometimes you could be in a bus and nobody's talking to you. Yet, your self-talk is talking about everybody else. So what does that mean? You're in a bus. Nobody's talking to you. You're alone. But your self-talk is talking about what everybody else is talking to you about. Social anxiety, some people say it is. What that means is I'm sitting on the bus and I see some guy just probably like staring left or right. Especially, for some reason, some black guys in the hood, you cannot look at them for more than five seconds, even if it's by accident. Because they automatically think you're about to get them. And I'm like, Bruh, my, my vision probably just accidentally look at you or something. You know what I mean? And they're like, yo, what you looking at? 
what you looking at? One time I was at the bus stop. I'm sitting at the bus stop and I'm trying to fix a, a, a pen, which for some reason it will not stick together. So I'm like, I'm very anxious. I'm, I'm pushing a pen together, trying to, it was like these pens that you could screw off to apart and I'm trying to screw it together. And then this guy's looking at me and he's like, he kept looking at me, right? Cause apparently he thinks I'm getting ready to stab him or something. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to stab this guy. In my head, yo, I care more about your safety than I care about your demise as another human being because that's just the type of person I am. And the dude eventually got so rattled up, man. And he came up to me and he was like, yo, what you trying to do? He's like, I'm an OG, man. What you trying to do? What you trying, you trying to pull something on me? I'm like, bruh, what you talking about? I'm just waiting, waiting on the bus like you waiting on the bus. And you thinking I'm about to stab you with a pen I'm trying to fix. So in his mind, he's socially anxious because he probably has post-traumatic life disorder or post-traumatic hood disorder. You see a lot of stuff in the hood and people are not out for your best interest all the time. What that means is you become anxious based on your past experiences about what a stranger is doing right next to you. And you got no idea that. That stranger probably cares more about your safety than your demise. So how was I able to stand in my own internal power in that moment? I remember the moment very vividly. That's what I told the guy very smoothly and calm. The guy came up at me ready to fight. And I'm like, calm down, dude. I'm fixing my pin top. I'm not trying to hurt you. I care more about your safety then I care about your demise. Have a good day. I told him that and I just chilled, waited and left. Dude didn't fight me. I didn't have to worry about dude. I'm not affected by him and his perception of what's going on with me. So I'm like, that's your perception, but I'm just gonna be chill, you know, vibe. So some people might say that's nonchalant attitude. You know, sometimes you got to don't let people talk to you a certain way. Well, usually it's not that you're not letting people talk to you a certain way. It's that you're letting yourself talk to you a certain way. Because sometimes you're like, don't let people talk to you a certain way. But you're perceiving what they're saying in your mind and you're talking to yourself in the same way or even worse than they're saying thinking you're doing something good for yourself in reality to fight is not to fight to win is not to even have to fight to win is to just be at peace so the best thing you can do in circumstances and the bs is just let it fly through your head sometimes especially if it's a misconception from the other people's point of view I'm not saying don't put people in their place, but I'm saying you don't have to make it a mental burden for you. That's why I put out the quote on my Instagram. Lessons will lessen your mental burden over time. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you.
listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much. But when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever wherever you're listening there's a link all you got to do is go to the description click get free audiobook from audible audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks it's your life feed it when you need it now you may be wondering what does that mean the more lessons you learn the less you really have to hold in your mind because you've been there before. It's like you, to yourself, you can be like, bro, I've dealt with somebody just like you before. I remember dealing with a replica of your character before. So I know how to navigate. My lessons are going to lessen the mental burden I have over time. Likewise, when we're not dealing with anybody else but ourselves, the question now is, how do I think about, how do I improve my self-talk? Morning, I'm in the shower, and I'm just taking a shower. I'm getting fresh so I could go live on Facebook, Instagram. You know, got to get fresh. And I realize I'm thinking about something completely irrelevant to the moment i'm like and then i realized i caught myself you got to catch yourself catch yourself before you fall catch yourself before you lose yourself and i was just yo i'm thinking about this thinking about this other person i'm like yo what am why is this why am i even entertaining this thought right now so you remember i told you about you're thinking just like you're talking to another person you got to think about the same way you're thinking to yourself. I was thinking to myself, why am I entertaining this thought pattern right now? Then I said, oh, this is the same thing you can say to a random person. Is Why am I entertaining this person right now? Why am I being entertainment for you right now? Because apparently you're trying to bring up some drama. Why do we watch TV shows that are entertaining? They're usually dramatic. They're drama. They say... When you're entertaining the drama, you're just wasting your time watching a TV show in actual life. It's the same thing in your mind. When you're entertaining your mental drama, 
you're fueling up a mental TV show, like The Real Housewives or something. And your mind is just repeating that TV show. And hence, your life is becoming a replica of the TV show. So a lot of people watch a certain TV show over and over, over and over, over, over and over. And then what happens is they watch this TV show so much that they start to act out the TV show in their own lives. And they're like, why am I like this? Well, you watched the TV show for too long. And it, it robbed your subconscious mind. And hence, it became your life. It's the same thing that happens when we entertain a broadcasted negative thought over and over. It becomes a reality of our lives. So the best thing we can do to stop broadcasting that is to stop the flow. Unplug the TV. Somebody says, wait, how do I unplug my mind's television? Okay. How do I unplug my mental vision? No, mental television. How do I unplug my mental television? Well, go to a... Don't do that. <laughs> so to unplug, what do they mean when you... You gotta unplug. It means get off the internet. Get off all the techie stuff. You gotta unplug from... Get off the routine, right? That's what they mean. So... What I mean is the television is a lot of pictures, information. There's a lot of bits and hertz traveling, streaming. It's a telecommunication transmitting, right? Too much stops going in and out. So to unplug is to not, is to take some time to breathe and to be more present and still. That's what unplugging is. So sometimes we got to unplug from our thoughts when we're thinking from too much. It's detachment from bad behaviors. Perfect, Mary. That is spot on. You just detach from all the lack of attachment. You know, the more you're attached to things, the more you got a lot of stuff to carry. You know, the more you're, you're attached to things, the more stuff you have to carry. They say the more load you have on your back, you know, don't put too much straw on the camel's back because you might break his back. Don't put too much straws in your mind because you might imbalance, cause imbalance in your mind. But they say, they say depression is a imbalance, is a mental imbalance, uh, a lot of people say that without understanding the truth of the imbalance and the root of the imbalance because it's the imbalance in the limbic system, the mammarian brain. It's a it's an imbalance in your uh, hormones. It's an imbalance and, you know, uh, like intaking both like mental food and real food. There's an imbalance in all types. There's a lack of nutrients, like a substance in both the foods you're eating, the conversations you're having, lack of substance, the people you're meeting. 
the job. It's just it's a, it's an imbalance. You know what I mean? There's a lack of substance. So that's why to balance sometimes we have to detach so we can reconnect. Somebody say, do we detach to reattach? Well, what's the difference between connection and attachment? What is the difference between being connected and being attached? If you have a spouse or a girlfriend or boyfriend and you're like, I'm attached to this person. What's the difference between being connected to someone and being attached? Now, if I had a sticker on here, well, if I do, I have a sticker in the back of this phone case without a phone in it. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. And it's sticked onto this. It's attached to the case. Now, there is no connection between the case, the function of the case, and the thing here in the back that allows it to sit. There's no connection. It's it's just attached to it. Now, let's say if I twisted this part here, it did something inside the case. Somehow mechanically, it affected inside of the case. This would be a connection between this sticker here and the case because any movement on the outside of the sticker, any movement here causes this to function a different way. So different between connected to other people or to yourself is, 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 the, is that your actions have an internal reaction towards whatever you're connected to or whatever internal reaction actions you you have in your mind which a thought is an action whenever that causes a reaction in, in your real life so to be attached to things and to be connected to ideas and to communities are two different things this is attached to me it's just causing weight on me this is connected to me it's improving the way i'm moving on the inside the mechanics of my internal being because it's connected there's a i plugged it into the computer and now we're transmitting information and experiences together if i attach this to the computer it's not going to do anything but just be on there i just have a big flower on the if I put this thing on the computer here, put it on the computer, it's just attached to it. It's not connected, which means there's no functionality. So we have to be more connected than attached because we want to have a functionality with whatever we're interacting and connecting with rather than just being attached to people and things. And, and I'm just attached to it, but I'm not necessarily connected. Attachment is temporary. Connection lasts as long as you make sure that connection stays intact. You know what I mean? Which means attachments, things come and go. Connections last almost forever if you keep it forever. You know, it's a continuous work. It's a continuous work. If I just attach something to something, I can let it sit there until it detaches. 
But if I'm connected to something, I got to make sure the power here is working. You know, I got to make sure there are different facets. So let's just not be attached to whatever we're doing. Let's be more connected to it. So let's just be more connected to the people. I think this is a piece of advice I need to take for myself. It's like we need to be more connected rather than attach to ideas or things because that will allow us to see what we're saying both to ourselves about ourselves and to ourselves about what other people are saying because we're not attached to the ideas we're thinking our perception we're not attached to our limiting beliefs or attached to our past experiences but we're connected to the reality of what's going on right now with the person we're interacting with for instance I can wake up and say, today, I feel drained. I feel like I put in so much work and I, I, I just don't feel as if it's doing anything. A lot of people feel like that, right? And you're like, man, what if I was like, okay, I'm just attached to feeling like I'm a, I'm a go-getter, you know, I'm just attached to this idea that you know, I'm attached to this macho man person. Or you can say, oh, I'm connected to this person who wants to create great things for the world. And then I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I feel as if I'm not, I'm not creating great things. Then you can sit with yourself and say, oh, I, oh, you just feel like this right now, but this is not the reality of it. It's not the truth. Let me show you the facts. Look, look what you did. Look, look what you've impacted. Look, look what you've done. And then you're communicating. Connection is about communication to yourself of all the great things you've done rather than being attached to just seeing certain results, seeing a certain result, seeing a certain result. It's just something you're sticking on to make you look good. It's like an external um, beautification device but when you're connected you're able to say look of all the great things even though i don't have this now that's not attached to me i'm still connected to the true person that i am just like your friend you look at your friend you're like yo we haven't talked in a month like corona got us all detached you know we were attached to each other and Corona detached us. We got detached, detouched. And you're like, ah, okay, that feels really bad. So you're thinking, ah, I don't have you anymore. You're no longer important to me because you detached from me for like 30 days. You're not my friend. You're not my real friend when I needed you. But if you're connected to someone, you can be detached for 365 days and you meet them and you're like, hey, I'm back. It's like you never left because you're so connected to them. You didn't say your mind, your time is mine. Your mind is mine and your money is mine too. You're like, oh, I'm just, I feel like when we get together, we connect on a spiritual level and wherever I go, I'm always being Mag, I'm just always being pulled by your energy field. When I get by next to you, I'm just connected to you. And I'm happy to see you again.
I know we were detached, but now we've reconnected. How many of us reconnect with our old friends rather than just reattach to them? Sometimes we just reattach to them. We never reconnect. We're like, we're going to do things together. We're besties. We go everywhere. But we never reconnected on a spiritual or mental level. So my sense of urgency for you today is to reconnect with yourself first and reconnect with other people. Reconnect with the times in your life when you said, I'm living a life worth living and I've done some things worth doing and I'm a person that I'm proud of. So you have to reconnect to a better idea of yourself and it's not reattached to certain looks and beings and whatever you know just reattach for instance i wanted to bring back up like the mantra man muscles i'm just i don't know where mantra man is coming from but i was just trying to reattach to like my old body like of being way way like muscular now my internal i'm more connected with my inside more than ever because i've been doing the breathing and the qigong and i've been feeling reconnected but lately i've, I've been trying to reattach to the muscles now can i start working out again and get yes but it cannot be from a perspective of attachment it has to be now that i've done more internal work why not go back to the external and just connect those two rather than, oh, I need to look like this. Let me go attach, you know, literally anything that's attached to you is mostly an attachment and everything that's inside of you is a connection. So the only way you can truly connect is to go inside of you. It's the holistic motivator for another personal development session. Appreciate you all for tuning in. I urge you to tune in to yourself every single day by analyzing your self-talk so you can see what are the negative thought patterns that are hindering you from achieving your best self. And then from there, reverse engineer to come with the positive thought patterns that's going to reinforce your best self because the same cement and water and builder that built the wall that's obstructing you from going to the promised land or like this great place you're trying to this nice garden in your mind of peace and prosperity the same materials that's built to block you out of that is the same materials you can break down and build another wall to block out all the negative thoughts so the same walls that's stopping you from it looks like it's stopping you the pseudo stop from what you want is the same wall you can place to stop what you don't want that's my message and i'm sticking to it tune back in every day monday through friday Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, The Holistic Motivator for some live video podcast.
journal all of it i, I mean it's just it's a lot and we're gonna keep doing this so i will see you on the other side peace I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.